a slow start but a fast finish for the Minnesota Wild as they beat the Seattle Kraken 6-3 on another record-breaking night at the XL Energy Center. Our Lockdown Wild postcast to recap the game starts right now. You're Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into yet another Locked On Wild postcast, recapping a 6-3 win for the Minnesota Wild over the Seattle Kraken. Seth Topol joined by Bally Sports North analyst Kevin Gorg. We are going to break down everything that we saw in this one tonight and gear you up for a big game on Sunday. But first, tonight's postcast is brought to you by Built Bar. And if you are looking for something to help give you a little energy boost here as we get into the spring, Built Bar's here to help. And Built Bar is here to tell you that their puffs are the best tasting Built Bars around. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. As with most other Built Bars, Puffs contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to your standard candy bar with around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. If you want to get in on the Built Bar Mania, head to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. As I mentioned, Bally Sports North analyst Kevin Gorg here to help us break down everything that uh, happened in yet another record breaker for the Wild. And Kevin, a little bit of a slow start for the Wild, falling behind 2-0, but boy, they left no doubt by the time the uh, game was all said and done. Yeah, it's been the trend all year for this hockey team, Seth. It's, it's such a fun team to watch. They don't get uncomfortable when they go through a stretch of hockey that they're not pleased with, or they get down a couple of goals. Seattle came out flying. Minnesota looked a little off. They turned the puck over. Uh, talking to Dean Everson after the game, didn't like a couple of the pinches that their D-men had, a little over-aggressive, maybe a little too loose. But to this team's credit, all season long, uh, when they get down, they seem to ramp it up, and they find a way to turn the uh, score back in their favor. And in a blink of an eye, they were ahead, and by the end of the second period, it was a blowout. And, and, you know, it's it's the product of some weird circumstances. I mean, not to say that the Wild have kind of put the brakes on between now and the postseason, but they do have those bigger designs in mind, whereas you, you come into play against Vancouver uh, in last night's game, a team that is desperate for points uh, or was desperate for points coming into last night's loss, and then you get the crack and you really have nothing to lose, and – um, it just, it's a credit to how this wild team has played all season that they don't care if they're down one goal, two goals. It, it doesn't matter. They're still going to fight and claw and get right back into it. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm really impressed with this club because there's been so much hockey. The schedule has been so condensed. And you think at some point there's going to be a, a flat period or a letdown. And maybe tonight for the first few minutes, that was part of it. But for the most part, this team has been consistently good. They're on an unbelievable run right now. And I do think both the Wild and the St. Louis Blues are benefiting from the fact that they're rivals. They know they're going to play each other, and they're playing for something right now. They're playing to see who gets the extra home game. And in a series on paper that looks like it 
could be a long one, could go seven games. That probably matters. Um, we just continue to see unbelievable things from both Kirill Kaprizov and now Kevin Fiala. Five assists tonight for Fiala, and Kirill Kaprizov goes over 100 points on the season. Uh, Kevin, you've been around this team for quite a while. Ha- have you seen anything close to what these guys are doing this season? No, I haven't. You know, people ask me all the time, you know, where these guys rank in terms of best players all time for the Wild. There's nobody that I've watched, and I've been doing this uh, since 2006, uh, covering the team for either Fox Sports North or now Bally Sports North. And Gabrick was a very, very talented hockey player, different type of player. Kaprizov has a more complete game, specifically on the defensive side of the thing. And now you're seeing Kevin Fiala, and we talked to him tonight during the game, and he admitted that he's feeding off of Kirill Kaprizov. They're kind of challenging each other in a friendly way to see who can go out there and do more. And four points for Kaprizov tonight, five for Fiala. They're both on this incredible run. And as a Wild fan right now, you want to see it, but you want to bottle it up. You want to save some of this for the postseason, and you have to kind of be watching a little bit thinking, God, just stay healthy. Don't let these guys get nicked up right now. Um, the power play as well has been a contentious topic amongst a lot of fans heading into this game and throughout the season as well. And talked about it a little bit after the Canadians game and that it seemed like maybe this team had started to figure something out with both special teams units. And you look, you've got Kaprizov and Fiala on that top power play line. Three for four tonight, and they made it look easy. Seattle was no match tonight. When they got the puck in the zone and started moving the puck around, the Kraken had no answer. And I think a couple of areas that I know they've been working on with video clips and and conversations with these guys, reacting off the faceoff. It isn't just the centerman's responsibility, but Brett McLean, who works with their power play, has been really aggressive, along with Darby Hendrickson, getting these guys to react to that loose puck. You've got to get an extra body on the puck, especially if it's a puck that goes towards the wall. They've done a better job retrieving those pucks and then making sure that once you get the puck in the zone, you're smart with your passes. They've got such a skilled team. Don't force it through traffic. Wait for the right opportunity. Use your skill. And they've got guys like Zuccarello and Fiala and Spurgeon. They've got guys that can make these terrific passes. And if you can make three good passes on any power play at this level, someone's going to come open. And that's exactly uh, what happened tonight. We got uh, some team history to talk about as well and uh, looking ahead to a big one against Nashville. It also sounds like the Wild may have avoided uh, a serious injury scare. But before we do that, want to mention as well that BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, and the push to the Stanley Cup playoffs. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, eSports, and so much more. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find that and everything else at BetOnline, where the game starts. Minnesota Wild wins 6-3 over the Seattle Kraken, win number 50 on the season, which is the other team history that was made tonight. And, uh, Kevin, it's been just an unbelievable season for this team. Pretty much every record that could be broken already has. And so, you know, with my audience, I've tried at points during this year to say, look, just just enjoy what we're seeing as it's happening because 
this kind of thing is just, it, it, it is so rare that all of these elements come together at once and lightning strikes multiple times as it has. Yeah, it's a special team. And, and with that, you're going to see some some records that might not be broken for a long time. And, and what a moment tonight in game. Uh, went to a commercial break and they make the big announcement that Kaprizov had reached uh, the 100 point barrier, which nobody had ever done. The place went nuts. And he's a guy that doesn't love all the extra attention. He, he doesn't want to detract from the team. He really is a guy that likes to just go out there and play the game and not hear about how good he is. And the crowd would have none of it tonight. He actually acknowledged the crowd had a big old smile, got to see his teeth, which we rarely do because he's, <laughs> he gets kind of bashful. That was really a cool uh, thing to see. And, you know, Kaprizov is one of those players that uh, he's once in a lifetime. He really is. And for this franchise, they had to wait a long time to get him here. It's been worth the wait. We saw it last year, Seth. You knew this was coming as far as this guy being able to take over hockey games. I don't think any of us, and I'll include myself in that list, saw 100 points plus, knowing that every team, every night, their game plan is focused in on shutting down number 97. That's where the game plan starts every night. And this is a league where there's great coaches and great players and great goaltenders, and they just can't stop them. It's so much fun to watch. Thankfully for the Wild, it sounds like they avoided uh, a major injury scare with Matt Zuccarello, who left the game uh, in the third period. Um, from what I saw on Twitter, and Kevin, I'm sure from what you uh, you got from Dean Evison after the game, sounds like he's just gonna just gonna hold him out as a precaution. Um, not gonna go with to Nashville, but uh, obviously want to make sure that he's fully ready to roll once the playoffs uh, get going uh, here, as before we know it. Yeah, and we didn't really see anything happen in game, but all of a sudden, and I'm kind of hooked up throughout the game in that tunnel right behind the wild bench, and we didn't see him come out for the third period. And we started kind of scrambling around trying to figure out what happened. Dean Evison said it's a lower body. As you mentioned, Seth, he won't make the trip to Nashville. But Evison was was pretty coy in, in saying that, listen, this isn't overly serious. Uh, we're doing this to make sure he's healthy for next week and beyond. And then as I was kind of walking out of the rink, I did see him um, walking between the locker room and kind of where the family gathers to, to see the guys after the game. So it was good to see him, you know, uh, out there moving around in his sandals and he'll be fine. And I think right now you're seeing them take the high road with multiple players. Uh, earlier today, Dean Everson mentioned that both Jordan Greenway and Matt Dumbo, who are skating with the team are going to make the trip to Nashville, but won't play. He hinted that Greenway is probably a little bit closer. We might see him next week. And then he kind of talked about Matt Dumbo trying to get him some time at the end of the season, maybe that back to back with Colorado and Calgary to close out the home schedule before the playoffs. So that's good news too. Nashville up next on Sunday, and Nashville is a team that has had success against the Wild this year and over the last couple of years as well. But um, it just it feels like the Minnesota Wild have everything rolling their way, and uh, it feels like if there's going to be a time to pick up a win against the Predators this year, Sunday is the time to do it. Well, you get a break in that Nashville tomorrow is playing in Tampa against the Lightning. That's always a tough game. They're desperate for points, so the, the Predators right now are going to put their best foot forward tomorrow night. It's a long flight back to the Music City, and the Wild can relax tomorrow. They've got a day off. We're flying mid-afternoon, so the guys can rest up in the morning, and and uh, after back-to-back games and six games in the last nine nights, I'm sure they need it. And then the challenge will be to, I think, play a smarter game. The last time the Wild played at Bridgestone Arena a couple weeks ago, 
They, you know, they're a good physical big team with skill, but they got over the top. I thought with the fights and the penalties. And when you're that good five on five, I don't think you want to turn the game into a gong show. And I think they learned from that lesson and that night Yossi and that Predators power play is something you don't want to tangle with four or five, six times a night. So they'll have to be a little bit more disciplined. They won't have Zuccarello. They won't have Greenway, Dumba, or Felino. So, you know, you're likely going to see a wild team that looks a little bit different, but I think you're going to see some young guys like Duhame, like Dewar. Maybe you'll get Chafee back in the lineup uh, that are hungry to go out there and prove that they can play a big game in a big spot, which this certainly will be. It's the final road game of the year, and Minnesota has so much to play for trying to get home ice. A big win here against the Kraken, 6-3, to and uh, for the Wild, their 50th win on the season. Kevin, appreciate the time here tonight. Uh, we look forward to catching up with you after the game on Sunday. And for Wild fans, make sure you are following Lockdown Wild wherever you listen to podcasts to get all of the latest news on your favorite Minnesota Wild team with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.